Welcome back to my podcast titled, You're Stronger Than That. Every week, it is my goal to remind you that there is nothing that you can't overcome, that you can't get through, or that you cannot triumph over. Even during the holidays and during a pandemic, you have more strength inside of you than you think, and with the right help, resources, and strategies, you can do it because you're stronger than that. Even if you have to cry sometimes, even when it gets difficult, you are strong. I ask you to grab a hold of it, believe it, and you are going to make it through. I am your host, MC Drea, and I'm so happy to be back with you. In the last episode, we spoke about how to build your self-worth, and I provided five points to ponder in building your self-worth. They were stop comparing yourself to others, do things you feel are important, be kind to yourself, build a strong support system, and talk to a counselor. I also gave you a call to action. I ask you to practice number three, being kind to yourself. It's so easy for us many times to be kind or more kind to others than it is to ourselves. So I trust that you were able to do something special for yourself, especially if you are not in the habit of practicing it. Always remember, you deserve kindness. So today we are talking about in this episode, the 10 thought habits of people with high self-worth. So it's kind of a continuation of the previous topic. We're just taking it a little bit further. The 10 thought habits of people with high self-worth. And this is what research shows that people with high self-worth, these are the things they think on and they implement into their life. I want to uh, tell you this list is by no means exhaustive, but it can act as a gauge or a guideline for us as we work to build or improve our own self-worth. So there's a lot of research out there, but I chose this because I thought it would be very helpful to us. So if you are interested in that, I ask you to please keep listening. So if you have not been able to listen to the previous episode, I'm going to ask that you take time to do that because that lays a good foundation for this particular episode. I do want to say the source for this information comes from the following website, www.wholelifechallenge.com. I'd like to uh, be sure to quote the source that I am getting the information from so that if you want to go back for further information, you may do that. As I forestated, we are talking about the 10 thought habits of people with high self-worth. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to list all 10 of them. That way you can get your notepad out and your pen or you can get your phone, your tablet, whatever you're going to record it on. Because what happens is if you can take down the information, it makes it easier for you to start implementing things into your life. And that's what we want to do is to have the best life that we can be the best version of ourselves and every time we're making an improvement that works out for us and for the people around us so get your pads right now and I am going to read that list and then I'll go through each one and give some further detail the first one no matter what I've done or haven't done 
I'm worthy of love. Number two, my things do not define me. Three, I am allowed to feel whatever I'm feeling. Four, I delight in the joy of missing out. Five, it's not about what happens. It's about how I respond to what happens. Six, I do what I love and I love what I do. Seven, I see myself in others. Eight, I believe in something greater than myself. Nine, every day I find things to be grateful for. And 10, the story I tell about my life means everything. So I'll start with number one and I'll go through them and just provide a little bit more information so we have a better understanding of what we're talking about. Because if this is going to be helpful to us, we need to um, have some insight. Number one, no matter what I've done or haven't done, I'm worthy of love. A person with a high sense of self-worth takes responsibility for their mistakes but does not degrade themselves for making them. So if you mess up or if you do something wrong, okay, you say, I did a bad thing instead of saying, I'm a bad person, okay? They say, I'm sorry when they need to, and then they do what they can to make things right, but they don't discredit themselves, okay? They know that there's other people who have who may have experienced the same type of mistake or failure that they have and a lot of times they they will share their story with people that they trust okay that they trust in their circle so that they can they they get it out they they um they listen to the feedback from those people and then they move on so it doesn't matter that they made a mistake it doesn't take anything away from that away from them at all on the other side of things a self-worth worthy person does not become overly dependent on success flattery or adoration this person is confident and takes pride in their achievement achievements but shows grace and humility too okay so this person is confident in what they do they realize they're going to make mistakes. As successful as they might be, people still make mistakes. And they, when they make a mistake, they address it. They move on. When they're successful, they, they, don't just have to, um, they don't just have to hear everyone pat them on the back all the time and, and receive a lot of adoration. They know how to um, enjoy the moment and move on from there. So again, number one, no matter what I've done or haven't done, I am worthy of love. That's a good one. And I think that is one that all of us definitely need to take on. This person, uh, um, in, this person welcomes both success and failure, both of which are useful. And um, it's never, it's never um, a measure of their worthiness. And so again, that's something that we can all take on. That is a good quality and a good thought process to have. Number two, my things do not define me. The person who honors their worthiness 
knows that they can enjoy external things without attaching their identity to them, okay? Basically, you are not the clothes you wear. You're not the car you drive or the relationships you do or don't have. Now, granted, we definitely want to enjoy the finer things in life, but even without them, a person that has a solid self-worth is able to enjoy life. They're able to be happy, okay? This person also recognizes that money comes, money goes. Things come, things go. Accidents happen, things lose value, things break down. They don't get caught up in it and it doesn't shake them so much so where you hear people say, oh, this thing happened or I lost my car or I lost this and it just shakes their whole world. The things don't define you if you are silent in your self-worth, okay? They appreciate what they have while they have it and wholeheartedly strive to get what they truly want, but they also know that even without those things, they can look in the mirror and say, you are enough. Can you look in the mirror and say, you are enough? If you can't, I want to encourage you to do it because you are enough. No matter if you have a $70,000 paying job or if you have a $30,000 paying job, those things don't define you. You are enough. Number three, I am allowed to feel whatever I am feeling. People with self-worthiness, they're not always happy. They feel all the same feelings that everyone else feels as well. The difference is that a person that has a solid sense of their self-worth creates space for their emotions without feeling guilty about them. Guilt can sometimes keep us against the wall, but we have to shake ourselves and get ourselves from under guilt. This person, they understand that their emotions are just tools that are helping them to pay attention. They notice their emotions, they allow them to be as they are, and then they allow them, they allow themselves to let go of them. So you might feel whatever it is that you feel. You acknowledge it, you put it in its place, and then you move on from it. Number four. This is, I like this one. It says, I delight in the joy of missing out. A self-worthy person is not afraid to be alone. I've heard many people say, oh, I can't go to dinner alone. I can't go to the movies alone. If you prefer not to, that's one thing. But if you just feel like you can't because you can't be by yourself, then that's a totally different story. A self-worthy person, they love hanging out with their closest friends and family but they also cherish solo time. Do you cherish that time to yourself that you can just relax or reflect or just, just enjoy yourself? You don't have to even watch a TV, be watching TV. You could be reading a book, going for a walk, whatever it is, you are enjoying it. See, a self-worthy person, they create time and space for themselves and honor that by setting firm boundaries firm boundaries. Sometimes people will invade your time and your space because they want you to do something else 
for them. But when you set boundaries, then you don't let anyone cross that that line. I know one of my friends, she's, she says, I don't work on Sundays. Sundays are my Sabbath. And I don't work on it. And she held fast to that for the longest time. And then her business started picking up and she started taking on more clients. And now she's been working on Sundays for a short time. But she's already said, I'm going back to the boundary I set for myself and I'm not going to work on Sundays. She said, I have to have that time. And that's how you have to be. You have to be emphatic about your time. You don't have to sit around and feel like, oh, I'm missing out on something. I'm not going to that party or this party. No, because when you're ready to be with people, the people that matter in your life, you, you feel confident that they're going to be there for you. They're going to accept you. You're not missing out on anything while you're enjoying your own free time, and it's going to be okay. See, people with self-worthiness, they invite people into their life who have earned the right to be there and recognize that other people have the right to invite them in or out as well. They don't feel bad if they're not invited. They don't feel bad if someone's having a party and they weren't on the invitation list. So that's where we want to find ourselves. Don't feel bad. Delight in the joy of missing out because in missing out, you're enjoying something better or something that is more pleasing to you. Number five, it's not about what happens. It's about how I respond to what happens. People with a high sense of self-worth, they haven't had easier lives than people who don't. They simply remember that only they are responsible for their feelings, thoughts, and actions. Okay? They do not stay stuck in victimhood. And that's a place we have to move out of. I see too many people feel like they're the victim. You got to move out of victimhood. Okay? So they don't stay stuck in victimhood and they don't spend too much time feeling sorry for themselves when things blow up or when things aren't going right or when things break down. Okay? But it's not that people with self-worth never feel bad or never get down on themselves because they do. We all do. Okay? The difference comes in how these feelings are handled. Okay? Rather than getting stuck in what's wrong right now, there is a more powerful way to approach obstacles and the resulting negative feelings. So we have to look at how am I responding to this negative situation? Because that speaks volumes. That speaks louder than the situation itself. We can choose to acknowledge these feelings, forgive ourselves for whatever we labeled as wrong, and move forward with the new information we have gathered because of these experiences. So we, it's, a, it's a conscious decision of how we decide to move forward. I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was telling me that um, uh, somebody that she knows, they, they were having a situation and they were talking to customer service, and the person said, the person was getting upset, and they said to the customer service rep, you're taking me out of my character. And she thought, no, that's, that's not that person's responsibility to, to monitor your character. 
it's you. You're responsible for how you respond, even if the situation is bad. So we can't give that responsibility to someone else. When we when our self-worth is high, we realize that the responsibility is within ourselves. Number six, I do what I love and I love what I do. Question for you, what do you value most in life? What do you look forward to doing? What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? What would you do? Okay, a self-worthy person puts their needs first. This doesn't mean that they're selfish. It simply means that they know it is each person's responsibility to put their own needs first. So again, it says, what do you value most in life? You have to figure that out because if you don't know, no one else will know, which is hard for you when you hear something like, I do what I love and I love what I do. If you don't know what that is, then you have not been able to tap in, tap into this one. And so it could be overwhelming or it could be confusing for you. So you want to take a time to figure out, yeah, what do I value most in life? What do I look forward to? What is it that I love? Okay. So again, a self-worth worthy person puts their needs first. It doesn't mean they are selfish simply means that they know it's each person's responsibility to put their own needs first. I wanted to say that again because it bears repeating. It's important, okay? They know that they can only love and help others to the extent that they love and help themselves. So you take care of you, then you are in a, in a more healthy state to care for others. So you, you make time, you set aside time for yourself so that you have the energy to invest into others so again (laughs) do what you love and love what love what you do okay number seven I see myself in others now this one was a real interesting um one I read over this a couple times I see myself in others so self-worth requires the belief that the world is like a mirror. If people are judging you, it's because you are reflecting a part of them that they have yet to accept. Would you agree? So sometimes when people are judging us, judgment may hurt, but what we have to realize is it's ultimately not about you, it's about them, okay? It doesn't have to become your truth when someone judges you and their judgment can only hurt you to the extent that you hold that judgment against yourself as well if you don't hold it against yourself then it can't affect you and a lot of times we do we listen to what other people say and we hold it against ourselves now it's affecting us in negative ways so the same is true when you yourself judge others Whatever you see in someone else is something you have in something you have in you. Okay. But here's, here's the important part. The self-worthy 
people are thankful for the challenging people in their lives because they see them as opportunities to learn more about themselves. That way, if you see something in another person, you can sharpen yourself, you work on yourself, and you can say to yourself, hmm, what do I need to do to move myself along, okay? And it says, and these people take heart in seeing the positive in others because that means they can see those things in themselves as well. So there's certain things that you might see in others that you like or maybe not like, and it's something you need to address in you. Instead of looking at it as a negative, you look at it as a positive, and then you begin to work on it. Isn't that good? That is a good one. And I think we all can can kind of zoom in on this one and see what we are doing in our own judgments against others and then how we're reflecting on when people judge us as well and take it from the positive aspect instead of from a negative aspect. Number eight, I believe in something greater than myself. Now, personally, I believe in the Lord. Many people may have their own beliefs, but they say, you know, whatever your higher power is. But when you know, when you have a high sense of self-worth, you are neither full of yourself nor you, you, you never think the world revolves around you. Okay, you don't need that attention on you. Instead, this person remembers and is humbled by their small, important role in the grand scheme of things. I know that God is the highest source in my life. He is the higher power, and I know that everything I do depends on him. And I'm thankful for him allowing me to do the things that I do, but I humble myself before him and realize that without him, I can do nothing. And so in this sense that we're talking here for a person with self-worth, they, they realize I'm not, I'm not the everything. I'm not the it, but there is something greater in this universe, in this world than I am. And that's what we depend on something something higher than each one of us. Number nine, every day I find things to be grateful for. Gratitude is a daily practice for people with high self-worth. These people appreciate the small and the big gifts of life and express appreciation whenever and however they can. I love it when people show gratitude after something that I've done or something that I've given or, you know, whatever it is that maybe I've extended myself. And I'm sure you do as well. When people say thank you or I appreciate you or they write a card or send a text, whatever. So in I'm sure that you appreciate it the same way you appreciate it. That's the way someone else appreciates it. So uh, when you ha- when you have high self-worth you find gratitude in everything you find you you practice it. it's not something that's difficult for you to practice it's just a part of who you are now it's easy to feel gratitude when things seem to be going well 
right? Wouldn't you agree? A true challenge is to find things you can say thank you for even when you are dealing with one of the greatest challenges of your life, even when the situation doesn't look so great, when the odds are against you, if you will. Finding something to be thankful for. It says you can only do this if you are willing to detach yourself, excuse me, detach your sense of worthiness from your achievements and your external circumstances. And that way, no matter what's going on around you, even in the midst of pandemic, in the midst of difficult situations, finding something small or big to just be thankful for. If it's the sun or the sunset, if it's the fact that it's not snowing yet, <laughs> and um, you know when it could be snowing, it's not snowing. In fact, that it's still warm in the place that you live and when it's some when it's sometimes cold by now but just just looking around yourself and saying hmm i'm i'm just grateful just to be able to have a meal today or to live in a warm house you get the point <laughs> okay number 10 the story i tell about my life means everything now this is an interesting one the story i tell about my life means everything the way you think influences the way you live okay and this is basically pointing to questions like asking yourself what kind of life story are you telling yourself what is it that you always that you say you always never should or ought to do and then asking yourself, are these expectations actually true? Like what story in your mind, are you, are you living a life in your mind that is a fantasy or something real that you want to have manifested in your life? Okay. A person with high self-worth will ask these questions. You might write them down. You might discuss it with a friend. You might discuss it with a therapist because because you you want to be sure that whatever your thought process is, whatever you're thinking on, that's the type of life you want to manifest. You're not just, you may think, oh, these are simple little thoughts of whatever you're thinking, thinking about. No, these are the things that you're telling yourself in, internally, the stories that you're telling yourself so that you can live them out loud. Sometimes people won't say anything, but you watch the way they're living their life and you can see a lot of their thought process, a lot of what's going on inside. You can see it out loud. So when it says the story I tell about my life, it means everything. You can shape your life. You can change your life. Okay. A self-worthy person, they enjoy the process of learning and at any moment realize that they have the power to change their own story. And I submit to you today, you have the power to change your story, the story of your life. What story do you want to walk out? What story do you want to manifest? Are you living your goals and your dreams and doing the things you love? It's not too late. You can still do it. 
you can be that person with a strong sense of self-worthiness no matter where you're at in your on the scale if there is a scale no matter where you're at you can improve it and it's up to you to change your life you have the power in order to do that so that was your list of 10 items and i pray that you were able to write those down and that you have them if if not then you can go back over this podcast and take it in again it's it will be worth listening to again before i leave today i just want to give you a think worthy thoughts take worthy action the self-worth checklist so there is an actual checklist that exists that you can implement into your life and it says for every empowering and self-loving thought you should also have an action a complementary action to support it so i'm going to just go through this self-worth checklist real quickly and all you want to do is start implementing at least one of these actions every week if not every day it's going to help shape your life it's going to help move your life in a more positive direction i'm not saying there's anything wrong with your life your life could be wonderful but there's always areas that we can fine tune there's always areas that we can work on and so i give this checklist to you very quickly the first one is eat healthy food exercise politely decline invitations to events that you have no interest in attending get a massage i'll say that one again get a massage and i do know a wonderful massage therapist that will be willing to help you out in the rochester area okay you can um email me at masters touch wellness at gmail.com and i will definitely help you out the next one is write in a journal state affirmations to yourself in the mirror ask for help meditate listen to your favorite music treat yourself to something you love to do learn something new do something that takes you out of your comfort zone i love that one because if you're looking to grow and to stretch and to learn that is one of the best things to do get outside your comfort zone it's okay that it's uncomfortable because that's what happens when you grow it's uncomfortable but it's okay be confident in your own thoughts feelings and opinions and practice the fine art of letting go all too many times i see it in my practice people hold on to so much stress so much anger and and bitterness and it's all it all manifests in your tissues they say we hold our issues in our tissues and it does show up so you want to try to let go and and de-stress and and relax and and all the stuff we talked about in our re-up episode and if you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode i invite you to go back that was episode number one so um i pray that this episode has been helpful as always i ask that you please share this with someone who might need it don't just keep it for yourself pass it on if you have questions for me please feel free to email me again at masters touch wellness at gmail.com i have enjoyed our session today and i hope that you have too i hope you were able to get 
some nuggets out of it because I always endeavor to give you something that you can feast on. I always like to give you a call to action. So your call to action is to look over this list that check that that list of 10 items that I provided. Take a look and see, hmm, where do I find myself in this list? And ask yourself, is there something I can do better? Okay, just read over the list. And if there's something that you can do better, then start doing it better. It's up to you to change your life. So I love you. Until next time, take care and God bless.